All right. Good morning, everybody. Good evening. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of uh, At the Table with Urban Forex. And today we have a very special episode where we're going to be talking about consistency. What is consistency? What does it mean to you? Why is it important? How do we accomplish it? Now, following this uh, podcast regarding consistency, we also have uh, a webinar that we're going to be doing right after this podcast. We're going to be all the people who are listening in live will be able to attend the webinar as well. We're going to be going over some tips and tricks on how to achieve that consistency based on all of our years of experience combined on trying to conquer that uh, that word. Uh, so hi, uh, for those of you guys who do not know me, my name is Naveen Prithiani. Uh, I am the senior trader at urbanforex.com and mentor and head coach here. Along with me, I have here uh, Ian, Lucas, and Armo. Hello, Let's everybody. Yeah, hello, hello. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Saying hello to everyone. Okay. Just yeah, <laughs> making sure everyone can hear. <laughs> like, okay. Cool. 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 All right. Let's start off this conversation with what does consistency mean to you, and what are some of the things in the years you have been trading and been around traders? What have you noticed as a pitfalls of trading and what are the some of the ways you've seen them overcome it, if they've overcome it? That's like four questions at once, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> so you can attack whichever one you want. <laughs> uh, so what? I'll start with the first one. What is consistency to me? Um, it's it's the ability to repeat uh, something in a same in a systematic way, and get similar results. Yeah, basically knowing what you're doing, how you're doing it and be being able to do it again. Uh, I think that's the best summary I can give to it. The other question was, is what, what, if, what are some of the pitfalls I've seen other people make in terms of consistency? I, I think what, what is very common is that people, not everyone does this, but many people do this. They, they, they ask for, Hey, just show me how you enter a trade, show me your entries. And I, you know, I, I've done the education. Uh, if you just show me your entries, I know what to do. But then the pitfall is that they focus only on the entry and yeah. they don't really focus so much on everything that comes before that or prior to that. And then they build their whole system because they're still looking for a consistency. They build the whole, whole system just around the entry, but not around everything that comes before that. And, you know, every trade is unique. And if you only focus on the entry, you forget all the uniqueness about the trade. You're tr just trying to, you know, look for a pattern almost. Absolutely. I don't want to curse anywhere, but yeah, and yeah, then yeah, it's, it's impossible to find to find uh, consistency because you know what is a good entry on one trade is a shitty entry on another one. Sorry for cursing, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's impossible to find consistency like that. Uh, right. That's I think the yeah. most common. One. I think to go back to your your initial answer about. Um, what consistency means to you. Correct me if I'm wrong. You were saying um, having a system where they're doing like consistent stuff, basically, um, knowing what they're doing consistently. I think that's something you were saying. I think a lot, I think one of the other pitfalls that most, I, w I wouldn't say just newer traders, even like intermediate traders, is the fact that, you know, they are not too sure what they're trying to accomplish. They're not too sure what their their ideal trade should look like. So that kind of blur things out for them. That's why, you know, some trades are not consistent because of the blur lines, I think. 
Yeah, it's like not having a proper edge or not being aware of what is your edge, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like so many times we see that, right, where where a lot of people are coming into the market and their mentality is at least my mentality, right? I'll tell you how when I was starting, my whole mentality was consistently getting an income. I wasn't even aware of consistently trading. That was that was a myth to me. For me, it was like, well, can I just make money? <laughs> Like whichever way and, and yeah. shape or form, that was fine. Can I just make it regularly? Because I was leaving a paycheck that was coming in regularly. So I am used to that mindset of something coming in regularly, no matter what. Yeah. So when I went to the market, yeah, I agree with that. expected the same thing. Uh, that caused a little bit of a problem. And I didn't know that it was such a big thing at that time. And I could never achieve consistency uh, for a very, very long time. Um, going from system one, strategy one, signal service one, coach number one, uh, you know, and then down to number two, number three, number four, and number five, um, so yeah. on. And yeah, so on. I think I think I have like a similar story behind my my story of consistency and how I approach it incorrectly. When I in in the beginning, when I was uh, looking into trading. Um, consistency is always the word that's always showing up. You've got to be consistent with your trades. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I was interpreting it incorrectly. In my mind, I was thinking, all right, so I have to look for consistent trades, which means all my trades should be more or less looking the same, which also means I'm basically looking for patterns on the market. And yeah. for the longest time, I was just doing that. And wow, I can't tell you how many headaches I have with that. I think I think yeah. Ian has experience yeah. with that, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, it's it's funny you brought up like patterns and stuff. Like honestly, when I first started, well, I think this is actually true for uh, a lot of traders starting out. Is we're always looking for that easy, uh, the easiest road to success. And I think especially when in the trading world, um, I think the two most common words that most people use are indicators and, and patterns, like you just said, and. Um, I know from my experience, that's where I started. I research any kind of indicator. Okay, this one for sure will tell me where to get in and where to get out. And, and I'm going to get consistent with that. And, and, and honestly, uh, there were maybe even days and weeks in a row that it did work. And I was like, oh man, I got it all figured out now. Like with Yeah, it's like a full, full proof pen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, this is super easy. Why isn't everybody doing this and leaving their job? and doing this, but then all of a sudden, the next week I'd be doing the same thing. And all of a sudden my consistency just took a nosedive. <laughs> you almost then my consistency was, I was consistently wrong. So I guess if you can kind of look at it that way, I was consistently right then consistently wrong. And then, but overall I didn't have any kind of consistency. And yeah. um, over time, uh, I kind of realized that these patterns and stuff may work, but um, you also have to know the story behind the chart and, the, and and how to read it properly so that those indicators and patterns will will actually work on a consistent basis. So, well, actually, get this if it helps. I'm 19, okay. I'm 19, working for BBNT Bank, living in the U.S. I'm getting paid a salary of fifty thousand dollars plus commissions and everything like that, and your cell phone paid, car mileage paid. So I'm working for a bank at the age of 19, earning 50 plus K a year. My trading starts to kick off. 
I quit my job. <laughs> this is the road After I the first quit, I, I, I quit trade, my right? job within the first week. I'm like, whoa, this look <laughs> at this. I'm doing great. I can do this all day. You know what? Where's the boss's office? Let me talk to him. Get, bring him to me. <laughs> it's like, it's like, that was my journey I personally took. And you know, later to find out the hard way that, uh-oh, I shouldn't have quit my job. But like, I should have kept that job. And I was forced into, okay, you better make this work now. You better trade well. Um, and that answer didn't come for years and years and years. And I didn't even know consistency was a thing. I just kept thinking, wow, oh, I must have the wrong strategy. I must have the wrong strategy. I must have the wrong strategy. Oh, the market has different cycles. Oh, I must be in the wrong market cycle. I must be in the wrong market cycle. Oh, it's my psychology. Apparently, I need to be an expert in PhD and in psychology, and I need to be one with the world and the universe. Okay, so it's the psychology. It's the psychology. Oh, I, I have access to information that the big boys uh, do not share. Oh, so I'm in a market that is that is rigged. So I'm going through that phase now. So I've gone through multiple phases of, I don't know how to answer this problem of how to become a trader. Because everything that's coming at me with my own experience and plus people screaming at me saying, you know, trading is gambling, you have to be careful. Um, you know, I don't know why you quit your job. You had the once in a lifetime opportunity working for a bank. Anyone would have killed for that position, but you had it. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, no, now that you say it, I understand now. But at that time, when I had one week, <laughs> where were you? Oh, man, there's no where, way I would listen to it. Where were you back then? <laughs> <Yeah. It's> like, <laughs> so at that time, when, when I made those profits for that one week or week and a half of like, I got this, I got this, I, I'm ready to rock and roll, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so consistency definitely creeps up on you yeah. very, very quickly. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. You actually brought up something else uh, while you were talking there um, that actually hit home for me as well. Just the psychology um, at, with being a trader in general, because um, even when I, I found maybe when you actually get that solid trading plan down and, and you're, um, there's going to be ups and downs of that as well. Um, sometimes you'll have weeks where you, you lose a few trades. Like I know I've had days where every single trade uh, I seemed to get in that day was just, just a loss and right. your psychology behind that can even get you second guessing yourself and maybe going against the plan that, that was providing a consistent strategy. So I think getting a good handle on your, on your mindset is important, not only for losses, um, but also for wins, not getting necessarily too overconfident and, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to grab those few extra pips this time. Uh, and try and milk this when you normally would exit and then you'll lose. And then, so I don't know if you agree or more or not, but uh, as psychology played like a, a part in your trading as well, like yeah. kind of like for myself. Yeah, for me too. And I actually, I also see this in the elite community with, with some guys that have like three, four, five green months in a row. And then suddenly they have like two losing weeks and they start to question whether they, they know how to trade. And then, you know, one of us has to remind them like, hey, listen, you just had like three, four, five months in a row that were green. That's not a coincidence. Yeah, like you, you cannot go to a casino and get, you know, you know, and, and be in that casino every business day and gamble in the casino and then walk away with more money than you came in with. 
in trading that is possible in the casino that is not possible and that just proves to me that you are not gambling you know what you're doing you can trade so you know focus on your system uh, focus on what you're doing differently than you were doing before or maybe the market is slightly different and slightly adjust and uh, i think that that is really a big part of psychology to you know not stress or freak out when you just have a few losses after after having such a, a decent long yeah. and profitable run yeah. look at the big picture keep Absolutely. looking at the big picture you know. i i like how you bring that up actually because you know what is the difference between a person who who might have a bad patch in his trading versus someone who's let's say not trading he's in a job he does a great job all the time but once in a while he doesn't submit his sales report or his excel file that he's supposed to do what is he not scared then it's the same thing why is it any yeah. different in in forex like you, you should always be on your toes that's a good thing but you shouldn't yeah. doubt that you're a bad trader overall if you had a bad patch every once in a while that's yeah. okay you know yeah. and yeah. it's funny how um it's, it's surprising not funny that how people can come up to that psychological conclusion of am i doing this right and I think that's because the the media around us constantly bombards us with, you're not a trader, you're not a trader, you can't be a trader, you can't be a trader. People surrounding you also toot the same horn, right? You're not a trader, you're not a trader, you can't be a trader. Over and over yeah. again. If you don't have a Ferrari in your, in your in your garage, then you're definitely not a trader. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I don't get that. I, I really don't get that because many, many times I, I get emails sometimes from people saying, so Naveen, you're this big trader. How many Ferraris do you have? Like, what do you mean, how many? I don't even have one. <laughs> it's like, am I not allowed to like the car first and then decide if I want it? Yeah, but I don't I, even have a car. I all these Lamborghini kids can't, you know? Like, but it's so confusing that it's this image of trading equals fast car. Who, who came up with that rule? It's Instagram. It was a new breed of traders that came up with that rule. There is no such thing as good traders equals liabilities. That is the dumbest traders on the planet. If all you're Maybe doing you need is making money and buying liabilities after liabilities after liabilities. Now, if the word liability is a confusion, what does Naveen mean when he says liability? That guy is not a trader. <laughs> it's like, what is that? <laughs> It's not yeah. a matter of, well, when I generate the cash, I dump it. When I generate the cash, I dump it. Then that person is not good with money to begin with. Therefore, if he's not good with money after he makes a successful trade, he's not going to be good with money ever. Actually, I agree with that. Like tying, tying this with like the psychology uh, Ian and Armand was talking about, I believe like, I believe trading consistently doesn't just comes from the trade itself. It doesn't just reflect like what you're trading. I think consistent trading in a good way, you know, um, you have to develop that through your lifestyle, your daily habits, stuff that's outside the charts. Yeah. I've read this somewhere before and I agree with this uh, very much. Um, and it was saying, it's from this book, I can't, can't really remember, but basically it was saying uh, we tend to take our personality and we project it on the markets itself, on our own trades. Oh, yeah. So someone who's, you know, inconsistent with their daily habits, their daily rituals, 
for the most part, you see the same thing on their trades. So before looking at the trade or you know the trading itself, maybe we got to reflect on how we are as a person outside you know the markets and fix that first. Then maybe there's higher odds of being consistent at trading. I think that's pretty important. Absolutely, I agree with that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, particularly in the in the pre-trade routines that you have maybe not so much after you're done with your trading and you've done your post analysis and everything but the routines and the habits you have prior to to trading and uh, you know getting ready to doing your analysis and doing the actual trading itself i think it's really important to you know make your mind and your body switch to to focus mode or yeah. it goes beyond trading. Anything that requires focus, you need some sort of small ritual or for some people, a bigger ritual to to get ready to get into that zone, if you will. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For myself, yeah, I, I try and always do a bit of meditating every day, especially like right before I'm going to look at the charts or just to try and kind of um, calm my mind. I don't know if you guys do the same thing as far as like, try and yeah, meditate yeah. every day, but every day, uh, I know it really helps me focus, right? Like just right. to kind of forget, forget the stresses or whatever's going on and just get that clear mind to look at the charts. So, yeah, I just like to have breakfast. After trading, after yeah. trading, I like to do some, some sports, but uh, yeah, before just, you know, breakfast, uh, but not too much, like not, feel all, all drowsy and sleepy again because I ate too much. So just a, just a light one. Yeah. I, I, I generally go through a, a for myself personally, I, I use a routine in the morning as soon as I wake up because I wake up just uh, very close to London opening, uh, opening hours. So a lot of the times when I wake up, I tend to take a moment and reflect on if I had any losing trades that uh, previous day or that week. And just reflect on what did you go in your post analysis? What did you say in your post analysis? Remember that. Don't forget it. You're trying to get better, not worse, by saying, oh, let me try it again today. You know, that's the <laughs> single greatest flaw a trader can have is he takes a trade. He does whatever he sees. He thinks he knows. He makes a loss. He quickly says, oh, I made a Okay, I know why I made a loss. And then he brushes it off and he's on to the next opportunity on to the next opportunity wait a minute did you learn anything or are you just saying the next one i might flip the coin the right way the next one i might flip the coin the right way and hopefully i flip the coin enough times that i become a millionaire that's never gonna happen yeah most yeah. most people trade flip that coin so many times their account is gone before yeah, they, because of the fee they right <laughs> <laughs> they don't even take into account that there's fees that you have to pay, right? Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. if I make any profits, then who cares about the fees? That's how banks are made. It's, it's fees. You know, you're just <laughs> keeping the money in the bank and then you withdraw that money. So think about it. Where does the money come from for the bank? It's fees. It's that little, I'm going to charge you $2 a month. Oh, nagging little $2 a month coming at you all day, every day. And as a person, we're like, $2 is fine. As long as I make a million outside somewhere, what is $2? That mentality is what makes uh, all these brokerages and big institutions just keep raking in that money slowly and quietly, piece by piece, because the average person says, oh, that's not a big deal. It's okay. And it really racks up really quickly uh, until you know that it's become this giant that's eating away at your account because you have 10,000 trades, you know, 
But <laughs> but to put it all into perspective, now, if you think consistency, what are the, some of the breakthroughs you have seen with people that achieve consistency? So, Armo, when you... When you've dealt with all these students, when you've dealt with all the people in the elite community, you've seen people who are not consistent, you've seen people who are consistent, and you've seen people who go from not consistent to consistent. What would you say is a common trait of a consistent person? Um, well, I think there's there's a few things that are important. Um, when, when people are really inconsistent, where they just have loss after loss and they have no idea you know, why it's happening. I think it's it's good to start with some sort of program or lessons that will give you some structure. Then okay. with that structure, the second most important thing is to, to do post analysis because then you refine to make that structure work uh, or turn it into a system that works for you. And another thing that I've seen quite a few people in the elite community do is that they become more picky in in which trades they actually take. So they nice. go from like sort of a quantity trader to a quality trader or right. taking quality trades. Um, and then, but they're reluctant to do it because it's like, if I trade less, I, I will grow slower. But the flip side is if you're more picky in your trades, sure, you have less trades, um, but you'll have a higher win percentage and you can do so much more research, you know, prior to that trade to before you get in. And also afterwards, you can do so much more post analysis on that and learn so, so much more from that trade, extract so much more knowledge that you can use on the next one. And another positive thing about that is that the moment the win percentage goes up, yeah, confidence goes up and it becomes a lot easier to, you know, go with that same system and say, okay, I, I trade less, I trade higher quality trades, but I'm more confident when I pull the trigger, I'm more at peace. Uh, and then, you know, th they will still go back into a phase where it's sometimes some more losses, sometimes some more wins against like ba basically a range, but because they already have a base now that they can build on. And if they do their post analysis consistently, then they can take that next uh, uptrend again. It, it, it'll be much easier to build that uptrend to, you know, to build it from that base. Right. Absolutely. I want to ask all of you guys this one. Huh? Sorry. Was that a good answer? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I was looking for what is the commonality and seems like you said uh, them doing their post analysis and working on themselves to get to the next level and giving, giving themselves that win percentage and yeah. confidence. Right. So that, that's good. And I do see that is a common trait amongst uh, a lot of the traders who are consistent. But we've been talking about consistency for the past half an hour. Why consistency? Why is that so important? And especially at Urban Forex, why do we take this to heart? Why is consistency so, so important? What does it do? What's the single most important thing that consistency can do for you? It enables everyone to, you know, live the life that they dreamt of to, to reach their goals. That's, that's always there. But what is the most important piece? Not the correct uh, answer. <laughs> <laughs> the most think, important piece. Like, piece. But I'm saying what's the most important I think, one? I think the consistency, I mean, without a doubt, builds the confidence. 
but that confidence as a trader helps you trade bigger and more that's as it. you get more experience because that's what like you can that's the goal is to grow the amount you trade all the time because you have the confidence and you have the consistency to back it up and that's yeah. what will really grow your account in the long run that's it so right. when you have the data yeah so so if if you're if you know you're consistent right you're you're at a job for example if you're at a job and you're like okay what's the highest position i can get well ceo well i don't know where i can go from here well that's it end of story i'm done but you've entered the market with this idea of hey but i open my ceiling i open my ceiling i can make as much money as i want why don't you why don't you plan for that why don't we plan for that why don't we work on our consistency so we can trade bigger. You see, if there are traders out there who just have a win percentage, but they're not sizing up, there's something wrong with that trader. There's something wrong with that yeah. mentor. It's your confidence. It's, it's your confidence. If you don't size up, that's your confidence. There you go. In, in, a, in a nutshell, because anyone who's, if you're 100% confident in what you're doing, you will size up because why wouldn't you? It doesn't why make wouldn't sense you? to not. Exactly. Yeah. If you know what you're doing, why trade small? Why trade a micro lot? That doesn't make any sense. Why are you wasting your time? If you know by doing it over and over again, you size up, you size up. Now, it brings us to the next part, right? Which is like, okay, but what if I don't know what to do? And this is where a lot of traders are in. I don't know how to gain that consistency because whatever I'm doing, it goes up and down, and I don't know if I'm supposed to fix that to make it consistent or I'm supposed to do something else to make that consistent. I don't know what journey to take. And that's where a lot of traders coming into this market, unfortunately, are like, I don't know what to do. And what's happening is they're learning from someone else who also doesn't know what to do. So it's like a blind mouse helping another blind mouse saying, just follow me. I know the way. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, yeah. good luck. You got to surround yourself with people who are better than you to, way, to grow. Way better than you. Yeah. Like you, you yeah. gotta, you gotta see numbers. You, you're like, you, when you see those numbers, you're like, holy crap, I'd like to trade that size. I'd like to trade that size. Yeah. How do you get to that confidence level to trade that size? And when you look at the chart and you see how the person entered and exit, you're like, that's it. That's all you did. Like, but I can do that again and again and again and with size. And this is just, Today, watch me in a month from now, it'll be bigger. Watch me in three months from now, it'll be bigger. That's that's the name of the game. That's what Wall Street does. If you go into any office in Wall Street, what is their, their main thing? How do you how do you become the top dog in Wall Street? Who's got the biggest size? Okay. Yeah. I don't mean literally. I meant <laughs> I didn't know I wasn't sure where you were going there with that. <laughs> well, to be fair, you still need big size to trade big size. Well, right? there you go. You need big kahunas <laughs> to do that, right? <laughs> so it's 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 all about that. It's it's all about can you get big? Can you get huge? Right? Now it just sounds wrong now we would that we say <laughs> are, are we doing a trading? Are we doing a trading podcast or what are we doing here? Sure. <laughs> this is turning into some porn podcast now. Like, <laughs> like we should we should switch this over porn. to the webinar. Like, yeah. 
I thought you guys were talking about food, where people just eat so much they become bigger and bigger. No, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, well, that that took a turn. <laughs> All right. So we got like 500 plus people coming into the room right now, and more stepping in by uh, by the second. So what we're gonna what we're gonna do now is we're gonna open up this question even more, and we're gonna bring it on to our charts. Okay, we're gonna really talk about how can consistency be done if we don't understand some of the foundational pieces of what is trading, how is trading supposed to be done, and then I can build consistency. Without that. It's just another arrow. You can get as many arrows as you want, but you don't know where you're shooting. Then how are you going to say this time the shot is going to hit bullseye? You need that same target over and over again to make sure you get better and better hitting at that bullseye. But if you have no target and you're just getting another arrow, another arrow, another arrow, well, you can be the hardest worker on the planet by getting another arrow, another arrow. You're never going to hit consistency because you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going. Right? Yep. So yep. having that said, so thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of uh, At The Table, uh, talking about consistency. What we're going to do is we're going to take this discussion now into a webinar where I'm going to share my screen. All the links uh, regarding uh, this webinar will be shared uh, uh, with this podcast as well. If you're if you're tuning in, whether it's from Spotify, Apple, iTunes, is it? Am I saying it right? Apple Podcast. Google oh, they're going to definitely Apple take us off if I if I don't know how to say this. Uh, <laughs> 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 On the podcast, whichever podcast you're tuning in from. Um, until, until the next episode, guys, thanks. Thanks you guys here on the panel. I'll see you guys on the next one. See you.